Yeah, hey, this is Tony Rogers from Still Night, and you're listening to Rocket Night. So um, uh, are you guys planning on like touring for it or just doing like a short run of shows or? Um, yeah. So right now we've got, I mean, what's called our dream lace, uh, sorry, dream state release tour. Um, we're playing in Portland on March 25th, Tacoma on March 26th and Seattle on March 27th. Um, so we got those shows just uh, recently confirmed actually. And we're super excited for that. And we could not be more stoked for this. And it's this whole album in, just getting everything set up and the release and everybody that we're working with for the release. It's just, I, I like, I don't know what to say, you know, it's just, we're, <laughs> you know, it's just the huge grin on my face. I feel like tells everything. We're just, we're beyond stoked for it. And, and it's, we've been working super hard on it for the past, I mean, me for the past few years and everybody else for the past couple, like six months or so. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. Hey man. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm happy for you guys' success on it, though. I mean, that's a plus. You guys already have a little mini tour going. I mean, a lot of bands don't even have that opportunity when they release their first album, so that's a plus. Yeah, yeah. it's... I mean, it, it, I felt like it um, It almost came together, <clears throat> you know, what seems like last minute um, with, with everything being set up. It's like... You know, we're still we're still struggling for like an, an opener for, for one of the shows, but like everything else, we just we got confirmed pretty much so quickly and um, put together. So, yeah, it's just really so quickly and everything just got confirmed and like venues were extremely you know supportive and helpful of this. And like I thought we were like super sick that we were setting up, you know, this this tour and everything for for release shows and um you know, it's just been an overall positive experience, just like getting these shows booked and everything and taken care of. And it's, you know, it's pretty much everything that we could have asked for, <laughs> for this and probably even more, to be honest. Oh yeah, man. I'm glad to hear that. So uh, they, you guys are considered an American post metalcore band. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's actually good to hear that metalcore is still around because, you know, it seems like it's, everything's going just like gent core. And stuff or deathcore. So. Either either that or either that or all the metalcore bands are just going pop or <laughs> or rock or you know just trying to like use like use metalcore to to transition to other genres. I can and then get that. Bored of it, and then they get bored of it, so they come back. <laughs> so here's a question for you guys that just happened recently. Do any of you guys listen to Eskimo Callboy? Yes. What do you think of the name change? What do you think of the name change? I don't like it, and the only reason is because I heard it was going to go to Callboy, and I was kind of stoked for that, even though I don't, I didn't think they needed to change the name at all. But I heard that there was like drama for it, so I was like, okay, whatever, I, I'm I'm okay with Callboy. And then I saw like they had just posted it, and like I saw like three minutes later that they changed their name and they come, came out with the logo, and I just did not get like a good <laughs> like a good reaction from it. 
like personally. I think a lot of people are upset that they're now called electric callboy. I, I don't so. like the electric. I, I was down <laughs> for just callboy. I don't I don't so much like electric. It's kind of it's kind of like they're they're going for like a 70s kind of feel. I don't know. That's kind of what I was it, thinking. It kind of reminds me um of one of my buddies. He was uh his name's Nick. He used to do he used to drum for Outline and Color. Um and he's oh, nice. got his project yeah. that he started a few years ago, a few years ago called call girl <laughs> um so that's like where my kind of like input comes in from like i feel like callboy would have been a better name for it, but electric callboy that it just seems uh i don't it just seems a little goofy just and and you know like I, this is just me personally like i don't i don't listen to him i don't think i've ever listened to him to be honest um but just you know just from like an outside perspective and just a, a name sake just in general it just sounds a little goofy just to be called electric callboy i think callboy definitely would have been a better decision for them i think i i I can agree with that when i hear electric callboy i automatically think of electric avenue so yeah it just it just sounds like something (laughs) completely different it's i don't know and obviously like i understand like where the uh the drama would come from 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 eskimo and everything you know how it's been um i guess a derogatory term for who knows how long now (laughs) so it's it's yeah it, so many things are being tossed around i feel like there's it's hard to pinpoint a any sort of start date for all for all that so well i mean you also have to look at the how the world is these days and everything is now pc i never even would have thought anything of the term eskimo other than it's a group of people Same. but yeah know. i'm right there with you <laughs> I, I i try and avoid all all the drama that goes on in uh social media and all that with all the just the PC culture, I respect it, but I tend not to touch it with a 50-foot pole because, well, what I do for a living, man, I say one bad thing, and it's it's a whole mess. Yeah. Yeah. The the more yeah, drama for sure. you or us or anybody can say out of, I feel like it's just the better overall. <laughs> right? I let my music yeah. and, and what I do do all the talking for me, man. Uh, 100%. Um, <laughs> so uh what are some of your guys influences like bands wise and just really all around what influenced you guys <laughs> uh mine mine personally um i i kind of got into metalcore with like crown the empire uh of mice and men asking um jamie's elsewhere bands like that uh, got me into it so those are like my early influences um, and then like more recently, like, like Moss of Flames, um, Wage War, The Plot and You, bands like that. So those are kind of mine. I know me and me and Cody and Tony are kind of different, uh, but I, but we, we like a lot of the same stuff. I'm sure, um, I, I, I know we all, uh, kind of agree on certain, on certain stuff, but, uh, there are some bands that they really like that I only recently started listening to, so. I can understand that actually uh i think mods are uh they're going on tour they're going on a tour coming up doesn't surprise me yeah <laughs> i feel like they're always on tour whenever they can i, I love that I, i've seen them i've seen them probably more than i've ever seen another band live like i think i've seen them like five times oh wow that's quite a few times nice i love them <laughs> i love, love, love this so much his his lyrical ability and like i think i i think i kind of like model my screaming after him a little bit too nice i uh yeah. i grew up I mean, like asking so i mean that's like the only 
band out there that I know really well. Otherwise, everything everyone else is just kind of new. <laughs> I'm old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like Danny said, we're all pretty different. Um, my, I guess, like, main influences. Um, and the, the reason, really, why I started everything would be, you know, just, like, you know, what's coming to be still night. I would say it has to be re- with Reflections. Um, you know, the Color Clear, that album, it it pretty much changed, like, everything about my, my thinking and, like, pretty much, like, my life as I know it, as I'd want to say. Um, it's It's been pretty influential, and there's, like, everything off of that album has just been a driving force for everything that started me playing guitar and then writing and everything. And that's, and it's like, it's not necessarily like I wanted to play guitar just to play guitar. It was more like, because I thought reflection was so cool and like, I wanted to do stuff like that. So like I started playing because I wanted to write stuff like them and then, you know, spread off from there between invent animate currents, um, you know, and then uh, spirit box a little bit, uh, you know moss is great i've i i've actually had a pretty decent influence off of moss too so um and like all their stuff is fantastic um but i mean you know i could i could sit here and name 50 different bands probably but i'd say you know between reflections um invent animate and currents like those are probably probably my my top three if i had to if i had to choose i'd say you're the first person i've actually heard who's named those bands uh as their influences so oh, that's really? actually pretty epic yeah man i mean yeah <laughs> and currents man like that's those aren't names i hear drop very often just because they're extremely technical in their play style and everything so you know a lot of people yeah. don't really you know throw them out there you you get more like the monster flames the asking alexandria the Avenged sevenfolds you know the limp biscuits yada 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 so it's kind of yeah, cool that you, know, you threw them out there yeah you know it's like i could go back and like start back from like you know, when I was four, but <laughs> not that stuff hasn't necessarily, you know, like Metallica and Disturbed and everything, but like that hasn't, that has not influenced me nearly as much as, as Reflections and Invent have, like, it's just been an astronomical difference. So it's, you know, it's, I don't know, like granted a lot of the stuff on Dream State may not be as technical as that, but I feel like it competes with it on a level of, emotion to say the least um just between like the ambience and everything it just i feel like i feel like it competes with with all that stuff and um yeah i mean it may it, it probably never reached those levels but <laughs> i'm okay with that though because you know with the color clear especially it's just it's uh, i don't i can't even describe it it's just such a good album <laughs> well i'm i'm definitely stoked to hear it. i've heard uh you guys is one single um i have no clue how the hell to pronounce it though just uh, is it Eidolon? Eidolon. Uh, yeah, Eidolon. Oh, yeah. Eidolon. Okay. I, I yeah. really did not want to slaughter that name. I feel like I did. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. It's a it's kind of a confusing word if you if you don't know if you haven't seen it before or you don't know what it what it is. So. So uh, what's the meaning behind it, man? like be, behind the, the track like I, I know that it, it had a meaning to you guys so what was what was the thought process in making the track like what was going through your heads or what emotions were you guys feeling when you guys wrote it and produced it well Cody can you you can start Cody since you wrote the instrumental first yeah um 
I mean, that song, it was, uh, I mean, we've kind of heard this a little bit before um, within the past few weeks. Well, really ever since release, I guess it's been about a week now. Um, but I mean, that song was pretty heavily influenced by Kingdom of Giants, uh, my buddies in Kingdom of Giants and everything. And with their, with their record Passenger. Um, and it, it really, it really kind of stemmed from that and just the, the vibe and the emotions that I got from that, um, from that record and kind of blending it with my own feel. And then just, you know, it's like, it, it puts you in that feel, you know, that zone. And then that triggered me kind of to like, all right, I kind of want to write a song while I'm here, you know, in this, in this time frame, in this zone and everything. So kind of just really stem from that and then just writing stuff and then just going from there and you know it, the, the instrumental um i had actually released it initially in may of 2021 but i had but we'd recently taken it down and actually decided to put it on the record because we had some issues with another song <laughs> um so we, we put it on the record you know we did the video for it and everything and then um you know i think Dan- danny's vocals and his lyrics it, it made the song go way farther than I could have ever imagined. So, you know, Daniel, I'll let you kind of take it off from there. Yeah. So I, uh, I heard the instrumental, um, I, I heard it originally, but since it wasn't like a song that we were originally had planned to go on the album, I didn't pay a whole ton of attention to it. Cause I was just focusing on the stuff that I had a right to. Um, when we scrapped uh, th- the other song and ended up putting, uh, you know, contemplating putting that one on, I went back to it. And I was like, Holy crap this bumps so so like i uh, i just started already like like words and stuff going through my head and uh, i was like okay this is a heavy heavy song and i got that emotion the heavy emotional vibe from it too so i was like okay i'm not gonna have any singing in this this is gonna be a straight banger so um i you know i just wrote like i started channeling what you know whatever i was feeling from the song and uh and also you know like like what's well, what I was feeling, what, what uh, vibe the song was giving me. And uh, yeah, so I just wrote it about loss, um, about like losing someone and feeling like you lost yourself. And uh, like, it also just like how you feel, how you, how you can feel like regular, but then feel on top of the world when you have a certain someone or something. And then how, like how far you can crash when you lose it. So that's what I was going with that um and just how and like with the chorus like it's so loud like how it can feel so loud in your head when when you know you you had something that you idolized which was is a is a kind of like a meaning for idolon it's like a, something that you idolized so that that's kind of like um a thing in there um and uh just, so how how like messed up you can be when you when you lose like someone or something that like really meant the world to you all right, I can dig that. That sounds like a pretty strong basis for a song when you think about it. Because, I mean, that, that yeah, you know, with as high as you can get, the higher you are, the harder you fall. I can, yeah, I wanted, I, to, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like special to us. I think I think I nailed, I think I got that. Um, I think it's you know, something that I, I haven't heard like a whole, a whole lot of, like the structure of it and everything. I think it's kind of like unique to us. Agreed. What are your thoughts on it, Tony? You've been kind of quiet over there, dude. Oh, dude, that guitar tone is thick. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I came in, I heard the song, and I just heard how low that uh, guitar was tuned. It's a uh, double drop D. And just like Oof. those breakdowns hit you, but there's like this beautiful ethereal ambience behind it that just gives it so much more emotion and depth than just, you know, like any other song that's just chugging in a super low tuning. So I heard it, I read the lyrics and I was just like, damn, this is one hell of a song that they made. And I, I was just stoked to be a part of it. You know, I was like, hell yeah. I can dig that, man, that you actually brought up the tuning and the chugging because, man, that has become a commonplace theme and most music these days is when you when you start to double drop or drop all you hear is chugging and you know it's there it, 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 i don't know there there's no real uh talent going on with it i guess i mean maybe i'm being a dick when i say that but it just all kind of starts to blend together so to have people that are actually putting in the time to make it sound different while still being double dropped is cool because that takes skill to make different sounds with that shit but maybe that's yeah just me. i mean yeah, it was uh, the the way the uh, the original instrumental went. It was um, it was you know it was pretty basic. Uh, you know, a lot of the ambience and everything sounded pretty similar to how it is now. Um, you know, I just kept things but updated some things, kept it matching with um, the rest of the stuff on the album. You know, like some certain presets on on whatever. And but I I felt like I wanted to make it more dynamic if we're actually going to put it on the album because I. You know, the, the whole album is just, it's so dynamic, but I didn't want this one track to just be, you know, like you said, just stagnant, open, you know, open notes and just chugging for the whole, you know, like four, four and a half minutes, whatever, however long the song is. Um, but I, I wanted to give it some dynamics, but I wanted to keep that the, the lower tuning heavily involved with it because, you know, it's, it's not something that you necessarily hear with with metalcore like you know some people are starting to go that direction but it's it's not a, a very common thing with especially with it being a double drop d um so i just wanted to keep it low but i wanted to also keep it some dynamics but keep it you know between the core you know keep it different between the chorus the breakdowns the verses and everything and um you know it just just try and keep it as much as different as i can but while me still making it still night essentially i can dig that so kind of making it your guys' own unique blend of sounds, really. Um, here's a question, because, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of gearheads that watch this and listen to me and stuff. Um, what gear do you guys use? Like guitars, um, you know, modelers, stuff like that. Because that's one thing it seems like guitarists and, and fellow musicians love to hear about is everyone else's gear. So Yeah. Um, I mean, because yeah, I have pretty much everything with me um, <laughs> um you know I like, I like to keep it simple i go pretty much everything is rack well not pretty much but everything is rack mount um you know guitar wise you know we want we run i run a an ibanez prestige rgd model um it's the rgd 7 ucs i believe um you know it's just matte black seven string 26 and a half scale it's got the ragnarok um bare knuckle pickups fantastic Ooh. yeah there's there's so good this, some, of the, some of the best i've had i personally i like them better than fishman's i know that's controversial but <laughs> i like them better than fishman's to be honest i agree with that 100 um, yeah and, it, and it's funny because we actually uh some of the songs were recorded on a guitar another rgd with fishman's so it's <laughs> none, none of the uh models that have fishman's out now but um it's some some aftermarket ones that i put in another guitar um but i run that through axe fx2 um 
I've got some like custom cab IRs that I've got from other people from Patty and Reflections. So, <laughs> um, you know, I was, I was shout out to him because I was super, super lucky to get him, those from him. He's fantastic. I love that guy. Um, you know, run, run through all that through, through Reaper and everything. And it's just, everything's recorded uh the final tone so like if we if i messed up or if we had to re-record anything it was me re literally re-recording everything it wasn't just like changing a tone um and the bass i guess with most people because they'll probably be excited to hear this you know we run the dingwall dark glass combo you know it's i feel like it's industry standard at this point so it is um you know i've i've got uh a pink swirl ng3 um with a dark glass alpha omega ultra you know, those were just direct into to the interface and everything. So just fantastic, crunchy tone with that. And I just, I love playing it when recording it and just having fun with it every now and then. And I know Tony loves it um, when we play it live and everything. So, I mean, yeah, that was, was pretty much standard stuff for us, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the dark glass. Yeah, man. And uh, the dingwall. Um, a lot of, a lot of my friends who play music who are bassists, because I myself am a bassist. Um, I love Dingwall, but I just recently got into the Calium Quake bases. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys have heard of those, but those things are uh, monsters. I think it's a thirty-seven forty. Wow! So multi-scale, yeah, it's a it's a monster. Huge. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked into Calium a few years ago, but um, I think when I saw them, they were. I want to say like three to four thousand. I was like, yeah, I don't have that much money. <laughs> <laughs> I think as musicians, none of us do, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, you, you got a point there. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we try and make money via merch and and selling albums and stuff. You know, I mean, a lot of people out there don't realize just how much money goes into touring and producing merch oh, yeah. and you know all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of money that goes into touring and just music production in general you know it's oh yeah sure. I mean, it's not this grand lifestyle that everyone thinks that musicians have you know it's <laughs> no yeah it's yeah it's not it's no. not as uh dare i say it's not as simple as it used to be <laughs> oh um, man you're right though i mean when you look at all the bands that are coming out you know you have new bands popping up left and right so yeah you guys have mm -hmm. a lot of competition yeah i mean it's it's something that i've I think especially I've worked hard on because um, you know, we went to a studio to record vocals, but that was the only thing we went to a studio for. Everything else was um yeah, I pretty much I did actually, you know, between recording guitars, bass, setting up the the drums and everything. I don't I don't play drums, so I just did MIDI drums. Um, you know, thank thank God for that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> those are so it's, it's, it's so nice. Um but it just it just makes it so much easier and you know we i produced pretty much our whole album mixed mastered it and um you know i spent you can ask these guys i spent countless hours days weeks racking my brain on the mixes i sent them you know probably between 10 to 15 different mixes for most of these songs uh <laughs> trying to get their opinion i'm trying to get what we sent we all think sounds good and right and um god it's I mean, we've been lucky that I've been, I guess not, I guess not lucky, but I get lucky in a sense, I guess, but um, I'm thankful that we've been putting in so much work for this. So, and that we're able to do it ourselves and save, you know, thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars on money for, for, you know, album production and all that. So. Oh man. Album production is so expensive these days. It's not done in house. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing you know what the heck you're doing, man, because uh, a lot of artists don't know how to mix their own stuff. So it, it you know, it took me forever. And vocals are, man, I can do, I feel like I can do everything else. But when I get the vocals, man, that was, that was a struggle. <laughs> you, you can ask Danny. I, I've sent him countless takes <laughs> on different mixes. He got so much better in such a small time and I would be lost without him because I, I don't know mixing for crap. I, I tried to do it and I can't figure it out and I still want to, but man, I, he picked it up like in like inhuman, it was like in him, inhuman how he actually, how fast he picked it up and like managed to go from like the very beginner mix to where it's like, we can't put that out to like, like two songs later. And he's like a professional now. It's like, it's so crazy. <laughs> Have you tried doing like the nail the mix stuff, y'all? I mean, I, know... I was looking into it actually. Uh, yeah, I was just looking into it. I was really actually considering. I probably still will because I, I it seemed pretty legit. Um, I'm definitely wanting to want to do that so I can actually learn to mix because I really want to want to get into that for sure. So I can, especially so I can help so I can help Cody out, but um, also so I can do my own my own side stuff and just just stuck so just so I can know it. I can agree with that. I think that it's decent for everyone to know a little bit about something or another when it comes to mixing, because I mean, it yeah. would help you guys go through things a lot faster and would help oh. with album mm -hmm. production time and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to do that. The Neil mix stuff. I just haven't had time. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's, that's just yeah. the only reason I just have not had any time. <laughs> so well, if I had, had time, your... I would definitely be there. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you've, been working on trying to produce this album and get it out i mean i know some bands give each other you know like timelines and stuff and deadlines to have things done so you know besides doing the album you've been trying to set up tour dates and you know that stuff i'm sure you guys have lives outside of music you know most of us do <laughs> so <laughs> i'd hope so <laughs> uh, well i mean it's not cheap i mean a lot of musicians still have to have like jobs besides music you know so they have no life mm -hmm. It yeah, seems. So it's I'm uh, literally just work and music, literally just work and music, like back and forth. So uh, where do you guys like hail from? Uh, really, kind of all over the place, but uh, I mean, Seattle yeah. is where we're mainly based out of. So <laughs> I am yeah. from the sunny lands. I am from the sunny lands of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, quite the difference from Seattle, there, bud. <laughs> yeah yeah wow or as, all or right as, uh, or as all the memes have been saying recently um the lands of elden ring <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know if anybody's okay. seen those but <laughs> yeah such a great game by the way such a killer game do you guys game i mean do you guys have time to game i i do i do every now and then um i think tony you said you played a bit of elden ring haven't you oh i make time to game Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i try to game as much as i can whenever i get some free time that's like my one vice <laughs> yep so here's a question pc or console and if console which one pc <laughs> yeah I, I go with pc too i have a pc it's in storage right now um but i do i have an xbox um but i i do like the playstation 5 more than the new xbox personally i, I think the haptic feedback on the controller and the triggers and just how like you know everything feels is so cool and it's like something different and i mean like when you look at the two consoles side by side they're pretty much you know neck and neck as far as the specs go so 
I think the big thing with consoles is just like what kind of exclusive games you want to play. But if we're talking about like what's better overall, it's hands down PC. Like you got the Steam 100%. sales and like every game you could think of, and like also you could upgrade things and the graphics are better. You could get like ultra wide monitor. Like there, there's just endless things as to why it's better. Oh yeah, you know, I can dig that. <laughs> I, I have, I have them all. I have, I have, P, I have PlayStation. I have, um, let's see, I have PC, yep. PlayStation, Xbox Series X, Switch, and yeah, a DS. Damn, dude, you got like all the nice. Infinity Stones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I'm a I'm a giant nerd when it comes to gaming, man. Elden Rings, you know, Elden Ring has been great. Um. The exclusives have been nice for Xbox. What are your thoughts on uh, Activision Blizzard being purchased by Microsoft? I know a lot of people were up in arms about that one, man. Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's, um, yeah. It's definitely going to change the whole landscape of the gaming community for sure. And I definitely see why a lot of people are up in arms about it. But I mean, that, that's just why you got to have one of every console, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I also <laughs> feel like, like with that, though, um like i don't know i just kind of get that vibe like when when you know when i heard that microsoft bought activision blizzard that it's gonna bring playstation and xbox closer than they've ever been before you know closer to kind of the pc side of things because pc obviously gets everything or just about everything (laughs) um yeah but i feel like it's gonna bring them closer and it's like you know there hasn't been necessarily so much of that console war that's been going on for past you know 15 20 years however long it's people have been debating about it um but you know like tony said it's when you look at the playstation 5 and the xbox series x and s like they're 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 basically the same thing it's just it may be slightly different hardware and obviously different software and at this point and like most games nowadays are becoming cross-platform so it's like it doesn't really matter what you play on nowadays um, it's as long as you're having fun, that's, that's really what it's about. And you know, the switch, obviously that's in a different league because all the Nintendo games are Nintendo games and that's not going to change, but, um, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's cool. Obviously for Microsoft, you know, they just spent a buttload of money and they got a cool company and, you know, hopefully they're going to resolve a buttload of those issues that they've been having, which I think will be better <laughs> for everybody to say the least. Um, Agreed, but I I think honestly, it's doesn't it wouldn't matter necessarily if they went under Sony either. Like it's I think the company is going to become better. It's going to be better overall game production uh, for Xbox and PlayStation and PC too. Um, it's it's kind of the same thing. Uh, I was talking about this with somebody earlier today. Um, this is kind of similar. It wasn't necessarily gaming. Um, God, what was it? It was, uh, we were, t- I don't remember what it was exactly. We were talking about some company being bought out and, um, oh, it was, uh, Disney buying Star Wars. Um, you know, and it was, he was, he was talking about, um, just how it's, it's more funding for them. You know, like, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have shows like The Mandalorian and Obi-Wan and, and like even the new Star Wars movies without Disney buying out Lucasfilm and all that, you know, it's, it, it's kind of the same thing. Like they're going to get more funding. They're going to get better support. Like games are probably not going to come out every year, which I think is a fantastic thing because people need to, they need to be patient again. Cause it, everybody's so impatient nowadays. And like, if you want a good game and to not 
to not bitch at launch, then you need to wait. That that's my personal opinion. So yeah, get rid of it. I think it'll be better for. Yeah, it'll, I think it'll be better for everybody. Oh yeah, I think they finally slowed down on Assassin's Creed, and hopefully oh, they yeah. slowed down on Call of Duty. I want them to make another Guitar Hero. I think yeah. that was part of the golden age of it's... gaming, right there. Oh yeah, Tony, Tony, that's that's Tony's jam right there. That's literally <laughs> what got me to start playing guitar. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> really, Guitar Hero? Yeah, I got it, I got it for Christmas, and like I was I was like ten or whatever, and I got it for Christmas, and I was like, oh, I should learn how to play real guitar. And then I switched over. Now I suck at Guitar Hero. Like I played it like two weeks ago at a cousin's house. Couldn't even do easy. I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> well, if you want stuff like that, man, then do Rocksmith because uh, bring your own guitar and play. It's like Guitar Hero, but you know, playing an actual oh, yeah, instrument. Right. So, yeah, I don't want to try that. that out. That looks super cool. It's actually really fun, dude. Not gonna lie, I use it just to mess around. Like uh, I'll mess around with like uh, Ocean's Eight Alaska and stuff like nice. that on there. So, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you want to get Hell real technical yeah. or like opip and you know uh i don't know primus because again i'm a bassist so right. you know yeah can't really get much more difficult than early primus so for real <laughs> right yeah <laughs> when when metallica says you're too good for them then you know you're just you're, you're walking above most people at that point so go figure hey. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. Like, hey guys, like I gotta hop off here. I'm really sorry. I'm finishing up at work. Oh, dude, you're all good. Yeah, it was a pleasure good. meeting you, man. Yeah, Thanks you for, too, uh, man. joining us. Oh yeah, for sure. Thanks for the talk. I'll see you guys yeah. later. Cool. Peace out, Danny, Danny boy. Peace. So um, uh, all right. What do you guys do in your free time? I know, uh, Tony. You said you game. You make time for gaming, which I think is a huge stress reliever in this uh, day and age. What do you do oh, in your yeah, free definitely. time, Cody? Uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll design stuff. Um, I mean, like I've been designing a bunch for uh, tour flyers and just like trying to get album promo ready and everything like that. Like it's sometimes a pain in the ass. I'm like, like I don't want to do this at all, but I'll just I'm like, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it at all. So I'll do it. But, but most of the time I spent gaming, like I actually have steam up in the background like i can see all the games i have right now <laughs> honestly so um like probably after this like you know i might go grab a drink or two or something and just chill out for the rest of the night and game and just you know feel relax that and let's call, call it a night after that so do you guys do like world of warcraft or diablo or anything like that overwatch i know a lot of people are into overwatch and stuff so I didn't know if that was kind of. I'm I'm not, but I mean I'm kind of all over the place. I mean, like, I guess the closest to World of Warcraft I would get would be RuneScape. (laughs) Oh Um, man, that's a classic. Right, dude. I just, uh, I just, uh, I think I just hit like ten years on my count, like not long ago. So, (laughs) kind of a big achievement, but not really. Even though I haven't been playing like all that often for ten years, so whatever. (laughs) Um. But I got, you know, I got sucked into Apex last year with by my brother, and I've been, you know, getting better with that, and like that's helped me because, uh, because I only built my PC like probably a year and a half ago, so trying to get better with all the PC controls and mouse and keyboard and everything that's been huge help. Um, I recently just got back into Destiny after two and a half years of retirement i know it sounds goofy to say but like i retired from <laughs> destiny <laughs> shout out tony <laughs> um, 
but I, you know, I went into retirement like two and a half years ago. Cause I was like, I hate this game. It's always the same thing. It's always the same DLC. They just charge you $40. I'm sick of it and whatever. So I like went into retirement, like kind of out of spite, but not really. And then I was like, uh, you know, I just went, been watching some streamers and I was like, man, I really miss this. So <laughs> <laughs> got back into that with Witch Queen. I haven't done much of the campaign yet, but I'm still getting there and just, it's a whole bunch of other games, man. I mean, I'm all over the place. So, man, that actually sounded like a dude I interviewed recently by the name of Christoph Bathory of Dawn of Ashes. He's like, man, my game is Destiny. He's like, I'm gonna get <laughs> off here and I'm gonna start playing. He's like, the Witch Queen comes out like tonight. I'm totally gonna hit it up and I'm gonna destroy shit. I'm like, all right. I remember playing the first Destiny <laughs> back in the day. I mean, like, I played the first one. I mean, I dabbled a little bit in the second one. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. It just like it seems like if you stop playing it for a minute and then you jump back in, everyone is like leaps and bounds ahead of you. So then you're just like, shit. Now I'm totally yeah, that. that was my thing with yeah. uh, Destiny. When Destiny 2 first came out, I was obsessed with it. Like I was doing all the raids. I was like max light level, like, you know, a few weeks after it came out. And then I think after like um, the Osiris DLC, I stopped playing. And then like two DLCs came out. I was like, all right, I'm going to jump back into this. And like, I just had no idea what was going on anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, this has kind of lost its luster for me now. It, it seems like some games get like that with me if they like they kind of overstay their welcome. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that I enjoyed like uh, Borderlands was like the constantly evolving guns and stuff like that. You never found them all. So, you know, that was that's one of the things that's kind of kept me, um, you know, with with games like that. Otherwise, uh. I get bored really easily, man. Like when it comes to video games, I, I think that's one of the reasons I like that they're constantly coming out with new ones. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I like to listen to music yeah. when I'm gaming though too. That's actually how I find a lot of the music that I listen to is uh, through, you know, video games and stuff like that. And my boss actually turned me on to you guys and he's like, hey, you need to think you might like these guys. What would you think about interviewing them? So I listen to you guys stuff. I was like, I fucking love this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hook me up. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. She told me a few weeks ago about you guys. And so, like, I started listening. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Hook me up with these guys. I'd, yeah. I'd love to. Down Poochie Poo. Sorry if my uh, German Shepherd is yeah. trying to attack me. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, it's it's been cool that you guys actually took the time out to speak with me and stuff, you know, just kind of. Because I don't like to do the average interview of, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on this, 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 and this. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. you guys are going to get a lot of that coming up after your album release and everything. And I think that just might get kind of boring um, and stuff. So, are you, all of you guys old enough to drink? Yes. Okay. I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Favorite, favorite drink, man. Um. Oh, man. I, I go back and forth. I mean, uh, I guess... Like hard liquor, I guess I'd have to say whiskey. I don't necessarily have a specific brand. Um, I'm also probably one of my favorite things overall is sake. I I love sake. I I can drink that all night and you know like wake up with next to no hangover. So <laughs> heated or cooled? Either. Either I'll, okay, I'll drink so it that, either way. Yep. That's a question I have to ask people because some are partial to it being warmed up and some are partial to it being cold because it, it brings out different flavors. So that's why they, I have they to do ask. they yeah, they do have their advantages. It kind of depends on 
like how I'm feeling and also like if it's cold or hot outside because if it's hot outside it's like you don't want to be drinking hot sake obviously so it's you know, it, I feel like hot sake in the winter and when it's colder outside definitely a big big moves right there oh yeah um, but but yeah I mean other than that like there's a there's a company called dry dock and they have a vanilla porter um that's probably my favorite beer i've ever had it is so delicious <laughs> you're listening to rock at night the introductory song get on down is from blues artist billy billy bass alford look for his music at reverbnation.com 